you guys asked for it, another bonus episode. And that's what you're going to get today. I am really grateful for all of your positive feedback, for your engagement. And I'm excited to keep making more episodes, to make more posts. I got all of your requests. They're all so good. I cannot wait to keep talking more about this. Um, And I just want to say really quickly, one way that you can help me out is to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Also, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I am now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So now you can listen to me on a few different platforms, which is great. And just make sure to follow and actually subscribe to the podcast. Also, downloading the episodes really helps me out a lot. So thanks again. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey lovers, you're listening to Polly's Dollhouse, a polyamory and sex podcast. Welcome back to another episode. This week, I posted about audio porn. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And next week, we will be talking about dating apps and how to navigate them, how to set up your profile, all of that good stuff. But today for this bonus episode, I want to give you a little recap of this past week and my birthday weekend because I just want to share a little bit of my experiences. It does have to do with my polycule, my life as a polyamorous person. And I just want to show that you really can't be prepared for every situation and that you just kind of have to go along with what happens, do the best that you can, and take everything as a learning experience. So today is October 23rd when I'm recording this. And what I'll be talking about are things that happened last weekend before my birthday. My birthday was on the 19th. And things that happened throughout the weekend is what I'll be talking about, um, kind of giving you a recap of the week. So backtrack to last year before any of us knew what this year was really going to entail. I had planned to go to Vegas for my 30th birthday. It was going to be this huge birthday bash. I was super excited for it. I hadn't been to Vegas in a couple years, and I really could not wait to get back this time for my own birthday. But clearly with the events that unfolded this year, that did not happen. We also had some issues with one of our cats, and we ended up spending thousands of dollars at the vet earlier this year. And then that pretty much drained the account that we had saved for our trip. So then... After that, I decided, well, you know, I still want to do something big. Like, it's my 30th. It's a big deal. I was having a bit of a meltdown about it. So um, I decided, okay, let's have a hotel party. Let's get a suite. Um, We'll invite a few people, some of our closest friends, and we'll have a really fun time and still throw, you know, a, a birthday bash and just celebrate with our friends. Well, after we had the date set, we still hadn't booked the room yet or anything like that. Some people started backing out that I had invited. And then 
I found that I was left with people who really weren't able to commit 100% to showing up. And then I was like, well, you know, it's probably not going to be worth booking a room, you know, for nobody to show up. So I decided to cancel it. And I was so upset about it because all I all I wanted was just a fucking party. Like I just wanted to hang out with my friends, drink, dance, have fun, just celebrate and forget about how much of a shit show this year has been. And I just wanted to numb out a little bit of the pain that I was experiencing about getting older, the pressure that I was feeling. So I just wanted to have a good time. Well, that didn't happen. So then we get to Friday. So that would have been, I think, the 16th. One of my connections totally went to shit. I still don't know if there's really any coming back from that. But so I spent that day pretty much really upset, um, not knowing what to do about it, just kind of in my head about it. Also, on top of that, I had just launched my podcast the day before on the 15th. So that was the first day that I launched my first two episodes. And that same day, I had a major like anxiety episode. I had a meltdown. I went through some serious imposter syndrome, feeling like, who the fuck am I to be launching a podcast? Who the fuck am I to even be writing about this stuff on Instagram? Who am I to be giving people advice or answering people's questions? And then I was having an issue with feeling like I hated my cover art. I said so too many times in my first episode and I hated listening to it. I was texting one of my friends and I was like, I just launched this podcast and I already want to rebrand it and redo the whole fucking thing and just delete everything. And thankfully, he was able to kind of talk me down and I said, okay, I'm going to leave it as it is. And then I'll work on some rebranding if it still feels feels right at a later time. So that actually will be happening. I do want to tweak a a few things because when I originally started the podcast or before it was even started, when it was an idea, I thought it was going to be all sex. I thought it was going to be really raunchy and funny and exposing people. And then it just didn't feel like me. Then as I was writing out episodes and creating the episodes and coming up with ideas also combined with requests from my followers, I realized that that's not the direction I wanted to go anymore. So now I'm here kind of trying to figure out how I can rebrand a little bit uh, because I, I didn't feel right telling a lot of the stories. I feel like some of the people involved in the stories that I wanted to share wouldn't really consent to me sharing. And I just wanted to respect everybody's privacy that's involved. Um, And also, I feel like I have so much more to talk about in regards to my experiences in relationships, more so than sex stories. Um, So we can still get that little bit of fun sex stories in the segment that I decided to add, which I think I'm going to keep the crazy sex story of the week. 
And that way I can still put some of that content out, but have the majority of the content be a little bit more valuable and in sharing my experiences. Cause I feel like that's how people relate to me is when I share an experience, usually those are the posts that I get the most response on is when I'm sharing something I'm going through or a personal experience and then people can relate and people can ask me questions and then apply it to their own life and their own experiences. Also, I, I have mentioned this before, when I first started my Instagram page, it was kind of supposed to be a secret, but now I feel like my, my authentic self, my real life has kind of merged with this Polly Pocket page. And so I would like to, um, I guess, have a cover art that expresses that, you know, that, that expresses my personal life merging in with this uh, Instagram life. Because at the end of the day, the person sitting here recording this episode is not the Polly Pocket character. It's me uh, sharing my experiences. So I had this whole meltdown. I was really stressing out about what people were going to think about the podcast. I did get a lot of positive feedback. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. It, it wasn't. It didn't end up being a disaster like I thought it was going to be. And I definitely want to keep making more episodes. So now that I sidetracked, side note, sidetracking again, this is not an episode that I outlined. I'm literally just sitting here talking, uh, telling you the story, recapping the last week. So it may be a little bit all over the place. So I apologize in advance. <laughs> okay, so Friday. I was still feeling anxious about launching the podcast. Then I had this little bit of a conflict happen with one of my connections. And that has just kind of kept going up until now. And I honestly feel like I don't want to put any more energy into that um, and just let whatever happens happen. Um, But another thing to remember is that we are in... Mercury retrograde, and in true Mercury retrograde fashion, things just always seem to get fucked up somehow. Uh, Plans always fall through, but then people show up that I don't expect to show up. So Saturday, the 17th, that was the day that originally I had planned my party, which then I canceled. We didn't have plans. That day ended up being full of errands and just a lot of running around doing adult stuff, you know, groceries and all that shit. Uh, So then I was talking to a friend who ended up inviting me to a Halloween party. So my husband and I went to this party. It was a lot of fun. We got to dress up and that really cheered me up um, because I had not seen this friend in over 12 years and it was just so good to be able to finally like we had kept in touch on social media and we had been texting but we have not seen each other in person in over 12 years so it was really fun it was so refreshing to be able to spend time in the same space with this person and just have a good time it really helped me to forget 
about the anxiety I was feeling about the podcast and about my conflicts. So that was a great night. Then on Sunday, um, I had, what other plans did I have? I don't think I had any plans um, except for that evening. So again, Sunday turned into more of running more errands, kind of catching up on what we didn't get to do on Saturday. And then that night I went to dinner. Um, so when I canceled the party, I ended up deciding to just do a dinner. So we did it that Sunday night and I got to see some of my closest friends and we had dinner and it was so much fun. Like I seriously laugh the hardest when I'm with these people. They just know how to have a good time, no matter where, no matter what we're doing. It's always a great time. And I'm just so grateful. Like I'm just sitting here feeling really lucky to have these people in my life um, because they just probably don't even know. But a lot of times when they text me or or make me laugh, it's it's really during a time when I need it. So I'm really grateful for all of these valuable friendships that I have. I find that although my circle is kind of small right now, the people that I do have in my life are really good quality people. So we had my dinner. Then on Monday, my sister took me out for breakfast in the morning. Um, And then that day, my husband took off work because I had asked him to um, because I That was like a tentative date for plans with someone. So I wanted to make sure that I was available during the day in case this person was going to be available. Um, So my husband took off work and he said, you know what, Um, I'll stay home with the kids and you can go do whatever you want. So I went to breakfast. Then I went shopping. I got a pedicure And then this, what happened next, like I was not prepared for, I was not ready for it. I had no expectation of this happening. So that's Saturday or Sunday. I just happened to post a Snapchat picture and this person reached out to me on Snapchat, replying to one of the pictures that I posted Now, to give you a background story, this person I have known since I was 13. So uh, he was my first boyfriend in middle school. And it was really innocent, you know, like not a real, I wouldn't consider consider that a real relationship. Um, We were so young, but... We, um, yeah, he was my first boyfriend in middle school. And then we had, we went to high school together. We had a few classes together, but never really kept in touch much after that. Now, this person, throughout my, most of my adult life, I would fantasize about this person I used to think about and I would wonder, like, I wonder what it would be like if we would have ever got together later on in life and not so young at 13. So it's just one of those, like, you know, your first crush, your first boyfriend, 
you just kind of wonder, you know, as an adult, and I would have dreams about him sometimes, and it's it's just so strange. Um, and then last year, in 2019, when we decided to open up the marriage, him and I actually reconnected. And it happened out of nowhere. We connected on Facebook. Uh, we actually went on a date. And at the time, we hadn't seen each other in like 15 years. Um, so we met up a few times. We hooked up. But nothing ever really came out of it. I actually ended up telling him that I wasn't really interested in dating him. Um, at the time, we had just, like, we were brand new into open relating, so I wasn't really confident in what I was doing. I didn't know that I could handle that many relationships. At the time, I had, you know, my primary partner, and then I had a boyfriend, and then this person was now in my life also, and I was just feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I didn't think that I could handle that many relationships being so new at this and still having so much to learn. So in my avoidant fashion, I literally just cut him off one day and we didn't really talk or get together since until this last Monday on my birthday. Uh, So he messaged me on Snapchat, asked me how I was doing, and then was saying, you know, about how he would like to get together with me and kind of reconnect. And then I said, well, Monday is my birthday and I have zero plans. (laughs) So he said, all right, that works. I'm off work. I want to take you out for your birthday and you can pick. We'll do whatever you want. And I'm just like, what is happening? I was like, this is not at all what I expected. Not at all what I thought was going to happen. And But I said yes. I said yes. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to go out. Somebody wants to take me out. It's not the person that I was hoping would take me out. But I'm going to go. And I'm going to try to have fun. It's my birthday. I don't want to let one more thing ruin how I feel. Like, I don't want to let one more thing ruin my day. So I went. We went and got dinner. We got drinks. We played arcade games. Then we went back to his apartment to watch a show. And things got a little steamy. Um, We ended up hooking up. It was really hot, and I don't know. It's just like every every time we reconnect, there's like that little spark that comes back, and I feel like my inner 13, 14-year-old is just like screaming on the inside, like so happy to be reconnecting with this person. Um, Whether something will come out of this or not, I don't know. To be honest, I don't think so. But maybe the occasional hookup or maybe like a friends with benefits arrangement would work. Um, And I would be totally okay with that. This person is single, which scares me a little bit. I did tell him like, you're not allowed to fall in love with me, which I know is kind of shitty of me to say. And I almost wish I wouldn't have said it, but that scares me. Like hanging out with this person on a regular basis scares me because I don't want a relationship. I just 
want it to be more of a friendship. And if we end up, you know, hooking up every now and then, then that's totally fine. But I don't want feelings to get involved. So we haven't really talked much since Monday, since the day that we went out. And I'm really glad I did go out. I'm glad we got together again. Um, But it is what it is. And also with it being Mercury retrograde, a lot of times the people that you reconnect with during that time, they just kind of fade out Uh, for whatever reason. They were meant to come back into your life and then you know, fade out. I, I like that saying that says, um, for, a, for a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So not everybody that comes back into your life is meant to stay there. And then since then, I feel like I've just been experiencing an emotional roller coaster with the shifts that are happening in my relationships. And... I have been talking to somebody new on the dating app called Field, and my husband and I have been talking to a couple who we're actually going to meet tonight for the first time ever. So I have a feeling that next week I will also have another bonus episode telling you about that. Uh, So it's kind of a lot that I've been navigating. Um, And I've been kind of sad. I've been a little bit heartbroken. I have felt like um, I feel like I'm a little bit scared to get into any new relationships. Uh, Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm not cut out to do this whole polyamory thing because there's so many feelings that come with it. There's so many challenges. There's so many different scenarios that you just can't prepare for. And there's so many people that you will encounter in your life if you're open to it. Sometimes I just wish that I didn't have such deep feelings. I wish I didn't feel everything so deeply. And um, one big thing moving forward is that I don't know now if I want to give somebody my submission. Um, I'm afraid that it'll be taken advantage of. I'm afraid to put myself in a vulnerable place and then, um, then just be left. And I have this deep fear of um, abandonment And that has seemed to take in the driver's seat uh, recently, especially during this whole shit show of a year where I'm on edge and I'm feeling like, you know, some days I'll wake up and just be terrified, you know, that something awful is going to happen. Other days I'll wake up feeling super anxious and like everybody that I love is going to abandon me. And while I've done a lot of the work to kind of get through this, um, a lot of the things that have happened this year have really triggered that. So I've been struggling with that. Um, And I definitely want to do a full episode about 
anxiety and dating and mental illness and dating, especially in polyamory dynamics, uh, because it definitely has affected my dating life and my relationships. Um, also attachment style. I feel like I've been going back, you know, like for a while there, I was pretty much in a secure space, but again, a lot of the things that have happened have kind of put, put me back into that fearful avoidant of, you know, it's almost like a, it's the push pull partner. And when things are really good, you kind of pull away because of the fear that they won't be so good anymore. But at the same time, that pulling away sometimes is what causes things to not be so good. So in a sense, it's like, it's, it's self-sabotage sometimes. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been in a situation where I just don't feel like I'm a priority. I don't feel cared for. I don't feel like my time is being respected and valued. And that kind of has shifted a lot of things. Um, and I'm hurt by it. I'm frustrated. Um, but at the same time, I'm almost ready to just like move on. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, shit, like, how do I know the next person isn't going to be like this either? How do I know then that I can really trust people with some of my deepest, darkest fantasies and desires? How can I trust somebody to get me into that subspace without taking advantage of me? But yeah, these have been some of my thoughts over the past week as I'm processing a lot of the shifts that are happening. Um, like I said earlier, a lot of things that happen in relationships, not even in polyamory, but in polyamory, you just can't prepare for it. Like when you're first thinking about stepping in, finally putting your feet in the water and you feel like you want to read up all on all the books, all the blogs, everything. Like you are never going to know everything. You're never going to be fully prepared to encounter some of the things that will happen. But along the way, you can kind of pick up some tools to help you deal with those things better. Um, so for now, I don't really know where things are going to go, um, how my polykeel is going to shift. I don't really know what's going to happen. I'm honestly just going to wait until after Mercury retrograde because I do believe that that really affects relationships. And I'm not only seeing it in my own life, but I'm seeing it in other people's lives. You know, people are telling me about these conflicts they're having in relationships and all of these triggers they're seeing and feeling. And the communication is just, it's really hard to communicate right now with people. So I'm just going to give it some time and see what happens. And maybe some of these new potentials will turn into something, maybe not. Maybe they're just here for this season or for a small reason, whatever it may be. Um, but I think when I'm in situations like this too, where relationships are shifting, this is a good time to reevaluate what I really want out of being polyamorous. 
And at the end of the day, as hurtful as it can be sometimes when things are shifting, I do still want to experience love with multiple people. And hopefully, you know, and I know it will happen again, um, but in the moment it just seems like it's going to be really hard. So I just hate that I feel like shit right now. But hopefully that will change. So that's really all I have to say. That pretty much recaps this past week. Um, So I'm just going to end it here. I'm going to end it, of course, with a quick crazy sex story of the week. And I will talk to you guys on Thursday. So for this week's sex story of the week, well, crazy sex story of the week, we are talking about a headline from the other day. This was, I believe, about a week ago. When I read this, I honestly thought that it was going to be a fake article. I did not realize this was actually true. So in Texas, there was a priest who was caught filming a scene with two dominatrixes in the church on the altar. Now, they were all consenting adults doing this, but what really I found hilarious was the reaction from the, I guess, I I don't really know how the Catholic Church works and, like, what their ranks are or whatever, but... Somebody above this priest, um, they they made sure that they completely got rid of this of any trace of this sinful act. Um, so they tore the altar down and burned it. I find this super funny. I don't know why, but I just love when religious people get triggered by sex or sex acts. I don't, I just, I find that super amusing. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And they got arrested, which I I don't really understand why, um, if they were consenting adults, I guess maybe because they were in a like public space. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they're, they're out now and I thought it was hilarious. And you know what? Maybe God had different plans for this man and he's not supposed to be a priest. He's just supposed to go explore his sexuality and, you know, be a human being. Um, so yeah. So that's today's story of the week. Uh, if you want to submit your crazy story of crazy sex story, or if you, um, find another, another story like this one where there's an actual article about it, please send it to me. You can submit your questions or stories in um, by going to my Instagram. I have a story highlight titled Pod Submissions. You can click on there and then send me a DM with your story or question. Thank you so much for listening to today's story. I know it got a little bit emotional towards the end there, um, but I just have a lot of feelings. I'm sorry. Um... But yeah, so like I said 
before at the beginning of the episode. If you could really help me out by subscribing and following to the podcast, also leaving a review would really help. Um, I really appreciate your support, constant feedback, and that you're just here listening. So thank you again. I will see you guys next week.